Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now, if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hey, caffeinators, welcome back to the Vet Tech Tap Room, where you don't have to pay your bill, just add it on to the veterinary viewfinders tab um <laughs> we hope everybody's doing Their well getting uh, up there i know i know and they're basically like norm from cheers yeah. um which i don't know maybe some of you guys are, are too young for cheers or don't know the the, the show cheers but uh I, I saw something not long ago well actually no long ago uh somebody actually like did the math on what norm's tab would be based on all the beers he drank and all of oh, the man. episodes through the whole thing and it was it was tens of thousands of dollars yeah I would like imagine average yeah. price of beer at that time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so that veterinary viewfinder, uh, maybe make it one of your twenty twenty four goals to to pay your vet tech cafe tab. That would great. be great. We, yeah. we really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so welcome to the vet tech tap room. We've got a couple of fun things to talk about. Um, let's start, Dave, with a little bit of a recap of kind of what we're doing, but also. Um, this is the first tap room of twenty twenty four, so I feel yeah. like there's still a little bit of a happy new year vibe going um like did you make any res- new year's resolutions do you really do that anything new you're trying i don't really do like new year's resolutions um i i i have goals for myself uh every every almost every year i set a, a running goal for myself this year i think i i'm i think if i don't get hurt um and actually i got hurt in the first run i took this year uh i, I think i'm going to achieve it i have a goal of a thousand miles of running uh I'm including walking in there, which, which sometimes I walk on the treadmill at the yeah. gym. Uh, right. I, I count the walks that I take with the dogs cause I, I track them to make sure that I don't get lost. Okay. Um, so I have a goal of a thousand miles. Um, uh, I'm actually doing that with Kelly Cronin, who's someone that we have mm-hmm. been in, in talk with about, about coming on the show. Um, uh, and I am, let's see, I am currently at 75.3 miles, uh, for the year. So I am 12 and a half miles ahead of okay. what I would need to do. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm focused this year. Every time I try to do this, I get hurt. Um, and it's and it's funny because the first run that I did, I was like, I'm going to run six miles. I'm going to start off with a bang. And I got three miles in and I got like this weird new cramp that happened in my calf. And it hurt for maybe a week and a half, 10 days. Um, so I wasn't running, but I was I was walking on the treadmill at work. At, not at work, at the gym. Um, so... <laughs> Every year something happens. Like the the one year that I I was really focused, I broke my toe like right around this time mm-hmm. and had to take like eight weeks off. I remember that and yeah. and just gave up. Um, but but this year I, I I've got a goal of of getting to a thousand miles. I think I'm actually going to do it because I I think I have the motivation. I think with my job in that I am primary relief and don't work on the floor as much. I have the time to do it, so I feel like I've got the motivation and the opportunity to keep up with it so don't really have resolutions but i i do have that goal and this is also a leap year which means you have an extra day i've got an extra day oh 
I have like, no excuses now. You, like the stars <laughs> have aligned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I got a whole extra day to do it. So yeah, yeah my, my mile, mileage per day just went down because. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, so I did the math while you were. And so this yep, is how far 2. you have to run. 2.73 yeah. yep. uh, miles per day. That, that number is stuck in my head every day. I, yeah, yeah. That I know that I have to do that. Uh, yeah. But now that I'm so far ahead, I I can t- I could probably take like three days off and not have yeah. to. Yeah. And when yeah, I go, well, I'm, if you're if you're twelve and a half miles or whatever you said ahead, you re- you really should have about five to six days in the bank already. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't want to get not behind you, and get out, want get out to, of routine. Like right. You, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so with my my travel to Chicago, I I know that that's probably two days I won't be running. So there is that. Um, Maybe you have to run from one end of the terminal to the other. <laughs> Log it. Well, <laughs> in, if if the flight actually happens, because we're projected right. to get rain and snow, so who knows if that trip even happens? Uh, yeah. I may I may be spending the <laughs> I may be spending a, a good portion of my day on Thursday just doing laps around the the terminal, waiting for my flight to get rebooked or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. What about you? You got any resolutions? Do you do anything? So I I don't do much resolutions either. Last year, um, the one big thing that I did was to try to, instead of just deleting junk emails, open them and unsubscribe. Yep. And I cut down on my junk emails by at least 50 to 75%, if not more. Um, and so I still continue to do that, which, um, you know, you, because you always end up on lists all the time. I have a, I have a little hack for you to to do but, that. If you set up a a way to tag any email that has the word unsubscribe in it, you can create a folder so that anytime that email comes through with the ability to unsubscribe from it, it gets flagged as an unsubscribable thing. So you can go through and then just just unsubscribe from it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Granted, right, there are there are some things that I can unsubscribe from that I don't want to, but right, right, yeah, yeah. There's always the loophole. Um, yeah. This year, I'm going with hydration. I'm going okay. to drink more water. Um, I got a new water bottle with a Vettech Cafe sticker on it, um, so I am drinking more water. Um, but also, it's the Vettech Tap Room. So there you, you know, go. I mean, there's there's are. water and beer, right? Mm-hmm. There's water and coffee. Yes, yes. So, I mean, theoretically, I've already had like four glasses of water this morning. <laughs> Just forget about the caffeine and now the alcohol. I mean, so, that's, anyway. a, that's a whole other argument on, but, on how um, the negative impact of yeah, of the water you know, that's in those things. <laughs> you know, it's it's so funny, too, because we, we did that that first um, Thoughtful Thursday post about, you know, diet yeah. and nutrition and stuff. And, my, and my, it was actually my sister that commented something about, you know, she she's not in the field. She's a teacher, but she follows along and, and she chimed in and said something about hydration. And it's like hydration. That's, that's like, that's what I for sure above all else. Like what I feel like I need to work on is like, I, I just don't drink water. I, I don't. Yeah. Um, and I never, but the thing is, I also, I never really feel the need to, I don't ever really feel thirsty and I can tell like, there's times where I feel thirsty and I'll have a glass of water and then I feel like I'm fine for five days. And like I, but now <laughs> like I, a camel. I, but, well, you know, it's, it's just that I, I never really feel thirsty, but what I usually do drink is soda, beer and coffee. And mm. so I'm trying to drink more just regular water. And so you always have a beverage well. in your hand. It's just 
probably not the, right. the beverage right. you should and, have. And, and there are certainly days at, at my desk at work here, which is just, you know, just next door to where I'm sitting now, where I'll have a Coke, a cup of coffee, and a bottle of water. And I'll drink these two dry before I touch the water, but yep. it's there. Yep. But yep. I'm trying to be a little bit better about that. So. Yeah. Well, good. Um, caffeinators, tell us your New Year's resolutions. Yeah. That, that's yeah. going to be our, our feedback. What are you trying to do better this year? Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny, you know, as someone that goes to the gym, I tried to not go to the gym for like the first week of the year. Um, but because of the weather, I had to go. And Oh, you the, mean you tried to like run outside as opposed to go to yeah, the gym and do yeah. a try? Okay. Okay. I was like, um, how, why did you fail I mean, at not going to the gym? Well, I, I, I never succeeded that every day of my life. I never want to run on the treadmill because the treadmill is is ridiculously boring. There's many yeah. different monikers. The the treadmill. The uh, I heard somebody the other day call it Devil's Sidewalk. Um, it is it is it's mundane. It is yeah. I hear you. It's very hard to do. Like outside, I can run five six miles, but but inside of a treadmill, after three miles, I'm like. Yeah. Am I still, am I, I, still... I remember the, the, the one half marathon I did, I ran on a treadmill a few times, like months before, oh, like in kind of so preparation so for it. And it, it, it was really hard. I think one thing, if, it, if there was, my sister is really, really big into Peloton and I do like mm-hmm. riding bikes. Like, and that's like obviously very interactive and things like, I think maybe I could do that. One thing I think I, I would actually really enjoy a buddy of mine. He's a veterinary technician. I worked with him for a long time, but he now lives up in Sacramento. He has a rowing machine. Mm-hmm. And but it's it's like a peloton of rowing yeah. machines, and it's yeah. all interactive, and you can choose wherever in the world you're rowing. And he bangs that out early every morning, and I think like that actually looks like really, really, really cool. Yeah, and I, I, I we have a treadmill that doesn't really have a spot in the house anymore because yeah. the basement is now that's that's the, the thing. Airbnb, it's like so the it, space. It's not it, and and doing the treadmill at home is is great, but it, it's. Like if I if I force myself to drive to the gym to go use the treadmill, I know I'm going to spend yeah. a yeah, lot of time we'll there. Like yeah, unless like there's been times where I've cramped up and had to like leave early. I'm like oh, I just drove 20 minutes to here to yeah. to run for 20 minutes. What's what's the point yeah. of that? So now yeah. I'm forcing myself, you know, to walk a little bit and to run and and trying to maximize my time there. I'm also trying to like. I, I, I've I've said this that I want to I want to do more at the gym because I, I've I've seen pictures of me like you don't know this because you don't do races but every every time I do a big race they have like a there's a photographer that'll take your picture and they'll send you an email to say hey mm-hmm. do you want to buy your picture and I look at those pictures and I'm like I'm starting to look like my dad I'm starting to look like an old feeble man and I was like I I needed to to go to the gym and do more than just use the treadmill and. I tell you, that is so hard to do because I'm so focused on the miles that when I get done with the miles, I'm like, do I want to go move weights around? Not right, really. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah. I need to find ways to motivate myself to do both things. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that I, I have no idea what I'm doing at the gym. Like yeah. those machines, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel you, like you I'm going to hurt yourself. Like you oh, can yeah. legit hurt yourself. if you. I, I feel you like know. at some point I'm going to end up on one of those videos of you know, you've seen the videos on Instagram of people using the, the machines wrong. And I feel like at some point I'm going to show up on one of those videos oh, and be like, gosh, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. Ca- caffeinator, stay safe out there. Just avoid yes. the gym altogether. It's, it's, <laughs> don't, it's don't a, hurt yourself it, trying to be it's better. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> moving on from us, moving on, we're not yeah. doing with our lives. Um, <laughs> so I, I sent this to you recently. Uh, so Nav to put out, uh, I think, 
what's what's today? Today is Tuesday. So I think yeah. I saw this maybe over the weekend. Um, the link for their nominees for Veterinary Technician of the Year. Um, yeah. We have been fortunate enough to already have had two of the six nominees on mm -hmm. our podcast. And we had last um, year's winner? We had was last year's winner, Rochelle. Was that last year? Uh, Rochelle, was that yeah. Last year? Um, yeah, okay. that was last year. Um, and uh, the, a third of the nominees, so there's six nominees, we'll name them all in a moment, uh, has been on our short list. Actually, a couple of different guests yeah. have recommended her, yeah. and we just haven't reached out to her and gotten in contact. But um, Hopefully we will not, not because of this, but just trying to, to make that happen yeah. anyway. So the six nom nominees for the NAVTA Veterinary Technician of the Year um, are Sam Geiling, yeah. uh, Aaron Hanginger, uh, Meg Harrington, James Mackey, Beth Stark, and Mandy, I hope I don't pronounce it wrong, but Mandy Zacco uh, is what maybe? I'm going to go yeah. with. Um, and so... The the opportunity to vote is open now, and their general membership meeting. I don't um, think we we vote on it. I think the board votes on it. Or the vote. Okay, the board votes on it. Yeah, the is board. That what it is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So people um, nominated, and then the board votes on on their like CV or credentials or, or whatever the write up it. is. Got it. Okay. Um. So the winner will be announced at their general membership meeting, which is a Zoom meeting for for members, uh, January thirtieth. So a week from tonight, uh, which when, when you guys see this, when this uploads on Sunday, it'll be Tuesday night. Yep. Um, and there's a link in the nav to email you can go to and, and log on and see who's going to win. Um, Dave, and then we'll try and to get only, them on the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we'll reach out to them and they can join us. I, I know the two guests we've had, um, we, we know really only through this. Yep. Um, and, and, and I met Aaron when I spoke at CACBT, I think two years ago now, the other three, we, I don't personally know. No, um, I've, I've not known so very interested to learn more about them, but yeah. good luck to all the nominees. Yeah. Um, that's super cool, frankly, to be nominated for it. Um, and I, I, I don't, they, I mean, they don't, there isn't a link to what everybody's other than their credentials, what all they do, right. but right. I, I feel like probably six, very, very, very deserving nominees. Yeah. So super cool. Good luck to all of you. And and if you can, um, there is a link in the NAVTA email as well. Like if you have questions for their meeting, you can submit questions. Yep. Um, we'll post a link in the show notes for, yep, absolutely. for, for this. Um, and so I highly recommend attending it. Like we talk all this time, like the, we just before we started today's Taproom episode, we, we recorded another uh, Vet Tech Cafe episode with somebody who I won't give too much away, but it'll be our first, no, our second is our second, second episode in February. Yeah. So it'll be February 18th. And she's on the board for the BCVTA, the, the British Columbia Veterinary Technologists Association. Um, and we talked about association work and like her saying, like, if you want to see change, you have to be the instrument of change. And, joining NAVTA, being a part of NAVTA, asking your questions, getting your thoughts and your points out there in your state association, networking with your representatives, like that's how we do this. And NAVTA is a very important cog in that wheel. Um, I think I've been very encouraged by what I've been seeing with them the last year or so. I know a few others have been as well. So I yeah, just they, encourage they you guys. A, they've had, they've had a rough, rough go of it in the past, but yeah, I, I yeah. think they're, they're getting back, right, yeah. back on the right track, I think. Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, again, they're, they're quote unquote, the national organization 
and the the numbers of representation is not that great. But the only way to fix right. that is for people to to sign up and and, and join, um, yeah. and have a voice. So yeah, you know, absolutely, the, the and, changes are only going to happen with with numbers. Like, and and dang it, like I know we can't all afford the fifty dollars to join these associations and your state association or whatever else. But I guarantee you, the hospitals you're working at are paying for the veterinarians memberships and AVMA, oh, yeah. whatever yeah. state association they're a part of, ask for the same thing. If you're yeah. a credentialed technician, even if you're an unregistered assistant or a veterinary assistant, um, most states still have membership options for you. Ask yeah. for the same thing they're already providing to the veterinarians. Yeah. Then it doesn't even come out of your pocket. Right. Um, like there is absolutely no reason. Um, they shouldn't do the same thing for you guys that they're doing for their veterinarians. Yeah, because I mean, fifty bucks is is probably a lot. Fifty if bucks you're, is fifty if, bucks. If you're if you're not making a ton of money, but yeah, for for these corporations and these hospitals, it's nothing. It, right, it's, it's really nothing. Absolutely, um, absolutely. It's, it's literally a like not even something that that would even register yeah. a blip on their books for right. for them to pay for your your NAFTA association or your absolutely your, your state association. Absolutely, really, really. and and. You know, I wouldn't honestly be surprised. Probably some corporations or some hospitals they already offer that. It's yeah, some it's probably not well. That, yeah. Some it's probably not well known. I'm going to take this very brief moment to say, get a good idea of what your benefits package is where you work, and take advantage of every yeah. benefit provided to you. Take every yeah. minute of sick pay. Take every minute of PTO, vacation, personal time, whatever it is they give to you. Do not leave anything on the table. You're throwing yeah. money away. Yep, exactly. 100%. Uh, what else? There was something else we wanted to talk about too, wasn't there? Yes. What did you send me here? I promise, guys, we do have a script here. <laughs> um, we know what we're doing. Yeah, mostly. Um, where did it go? Oh, uh, so you also wanted to bring up um, the article and... I think we're going to try to maybe get this person on the, the oh, yeah. show, the, yeah. the clinic champion. Is that what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, that and, and the um, the other one uh, we got. I, I sent you the email of the list of three reads yes. from from VMX. That's what uh, you wanted to talk about. Yes. Yeah. The the other one I I don't want to shout yeah, that out get because too much we, away. yeah yeah. Um, so the three must reads from VMX. We've had two of the three uh must reads on on the show um mm -hmm. so it was uh dr carrie journey who we've we've had on the show mm -hmm. yeah. uh josh uh, weisman and, who we had yeah, yeah we yep. had her with with steven with steven uh, yep and then josh weisman we had i want to say was was it this past summer that we had on yeah i think um so. from flourish uh veterinary consulting mm -hmm. uh and the third one is going to be the is going to be the a little bit of a tougher get is is dan levy from from schitt's creek so right um if anyone has an email for dan levy or dan is it levy i think it's levy i think um, it's levy i think it's levy uh send that to us so we can we can talk to him and get him on the show because that that may that may be something that we can um maybe promote uh our sponsorship with the nfl to be the nfl's uh, official podcast yeah, um, yeah we may have to lie to him and say that that we are already the official podcast of the we, NFL. we are working with the nfl to become yeah yeah right yeah as soon as we actually write and send that email um what is it that they say uh race eligible so we're 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 sponsorship eligible for yes. the nfl 
Yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think that will be a very difficult get. But, um, you know, I mean, it'd, be, it'd be great. I don't know what we talk about. Um, what we can talk about is experience at VMX. We can talk about his his how he as experience as that, with veterinary professionals yeah, at with VMX. Veter- veterinary professionals, if he realizes the, the some of the stuff that, that technicians go through. Um, I mean, they, they obviously got him at VMX. So yeah, why, yeah, why, why can't we get him? Why can't we get him at the Vet Tech Cafe? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, so, like, like they say, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and so kind of what this, what this article is talking about. So this is in DVM 360. Yeah. Um, and so you can go to DVM360.com and, and find this. But kind of the the three must-reads. So Dave mentioned Dr. Carrie Journey's work. And she, the, the, the must-read thing is explaining common downfalls of veterinary teams and how to fix your toxic clinic culture uh, for Josh Feisman, um, again, co-founder of Flourish Veterinary Consulting out of Boulder, Colorado, explaining the importance of creating a workplace that encourages people to speak up, to create a learning environment for everyone. Um, and then Dan Levy was the featured keynote speaker. Um, and it was kind of about that. So um, highly recommend you go to these um, and then we'll obviously post the link in the notes, but um, you can read these uh, three must reads. And I've, we've, of course I didn't read the keynote part of it, but I read the first two and, and definitely a lot of really good information in there as, as you would expect from these two individuals. I, I bet if we had gone to VMX, we probably could have handed them a business card or something. And that, that would have been our in. Yeah. I, I feel like you're going to struggle with this for a while. Well, no, I mean, if that's going to be the attitude, yeah, I'm going to struggle with it. But Absolutely. Setting goals, I, you know, setting goals. Same goals. And, and honestly, I think going forward, like, we're going to need to figure out a way to be at, like, we could do IVEX every year, yep. you and I, because that's our conference. But I think we, do our, we do our spring business meeting, which is going to be in mid-March here in, in Phoenix. I feel like we need to figure out a way to do one other conference that yeah. we are well, there I, as vet tech cafe and we have a table or a booth or yeah. we combine with other small veterinary technician businesses and we each have the table for a day yeah. or something. And like, because I, so I, have you been to VMX? I haven't, but um, seeing some of the people post on it, I was like, I, I need to go there. Um, and I submitted to speak there um, after I, after I saw that post so I've, I've sent in my info to become a speaker there. Great. So if I, if I get to be a speaker there, then great. <laughs> I, I did it one year while I was, it was actually while I was living in New England. Uh, I think I gave three talks and they were all in one day. So yeah. I didn't really get to experience all that BMX was. And this was, I want to say 2017, 2018, somewhere in there, which it's, I, I think, I think it's the I think largest it's a- yeah. If not, like it's either that or Western states, and I don't know where they're at in terms of exhibitors right. or attendees or what have you, but it's massive. Like, yeah, I got eight percent of the experience, I think, the day that I was there, and certainly wasn't there. Oh, early you didn't enough. stay for the whole thing, you were just there no, to speak I was and just left there for oh, a day. I see. Um, and so I wasn't there the day of the keynote, I couldn't even tell you who it was, or like I didn't mm-hmm. do any of the events or anything. I basically was in there that day and I was out, yeah, and. I know like as speakers, we do that quite commonly because like we don't have endless time to be able to go do this stuff. Like, right. and I, I wish to some degree, like that was 
better. Yeah, I mean, we 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 spend a whole week at Ivex, essentially. Right, right, right. And so, like, you know, I mean, I get it. Like, they, it's it's actually kind of nice that they line up everything in a day, and you can get in and get out. Yeah. But like, there are certainly conferences I would want to stay at for four or five yep. days. And oh like, yeah do the whole thing and see all of the stuff and see all of the people and what have you. And we do that with Ibex, but I think there are others as well. So, um, I, and I've also never been to Western States here in Vegas. Um, mm. I've done wild West up in Reno a couple of times. I think like other than Ibex, that's like the biggest national conference in BMX, which again was a very limited experience, but I think, Going forward for Vet Tech Cafe, we should try to figure out a way to to do one other one. A Things year, to even hash small, out in our in our in our yeah, yearly yeah, meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, maybe beers. you guys, yeah, maybe you guys can see us on the road a little bit more twenty twenty five. But uh, yeah, so yeah, that that would be good because I I mean I I love going, I love going and speaking. Like even at Ivex, I go and I speak and and. Uh, when people come up, I would say probably half the people come up with a question about the topic I'm talking about. And the other half are like, I just want to let you know, I listen to your podcast and I love it. And, and yeah. I love hearing that. That I mean, that, yeah, that yeah. it validates everything that we're doing. It makes, makes it all worth it. it makes me feel like we're doing a good right. thing for, for right. the community. Right. Um, so I, I do love as introverted but, as but, I am. I do love hearing that stuff. But even like Ivex, so you're on the board for Avectin, like you're there a week basically. And yeah. like, your schedule is almost down to the hour of everything that you have is, to be yeah. doing that time. Yeah. And so like you don't actually get to take the time as an attendee. Yeah. And and I, I truly this year, I didn't do any speaking at IVEX. I, I, I'm not on the you board. Are, you were the most been. relaxed I've ever seen you. At, I was at just a... an attendee. And <laughs> yeah. like it was honestly, it felt freeing to not yeah. have all of those responsibilities and have to go here and go there and, and whatever. But so I, I, I would, I would like to like for us, for vet tech cafe to like be able to and it'd be a smaller conference. Like we can't spend a week at BMX or something, no. but like somewhere and just be there as ex- exhibitors or have a table and just like hang out and talk to people. Talk to people. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we fun. can, maybe we can submit uh, to be the keynote speakers at a at one of these big conferences. <laughs> don't get don't give anybody ideas because they're going <laughs> to nominate us for that, and then we'll actually have to come up with a speech. We can and, we can we can do it off, we and, can do it off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. easy peasy. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think I had anything else to talk about other than than that. But I do. Well, we wanted say, to talk about our past episodes. Oh yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Realize we forgot I mean, all about that. Yeah, we yeah. We're, we're kind of embarking on this uh, education series, I guess. Yes. We're, we're talking. Yeah, we talked to a couple of students, which kind of came um, together organically. It wasn't yeah. like uh, we talk about vet tech education all the time from a number of different viewpoints, and we always say, like, even vet tech students, we want to talk about and like talk to you and like what your experience is going through these programs. And we had two email us, I think, within a yeah. week of each other. Within a week of each other, like, yeah. Let's just do this and let's talk to them both. They're in different programs, different parts of the country. Um, let's let's talk about this. And so um, we've already had the one episode, the first episode with Sydney come yep. out, which was great. And then I won't give too much away, but our next episode is another vet tech student. You'll see the intro posts and all that coming this week. Um, what'd you think? What, what uh, you you were a teacher for an AVMA yeah. program? Like it's it's interesting to hear the differences between what. 
I mean, granted, when I was teaching, it was, gosh, it was almost four years ago now. Um, so the the things that, that I wanted to, to have changes made in, in the curriculum, it sounds like it is already happening, like putting a focus on uh, what is this profession going to do to you mentally, emotionally? Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like that that stuff is starting to be talked about. And again, I, I have a very, very small window of what I was exposed to. So, you know, I got to see uh, how the school that I was at taught things. But I, I mean, it was a very right. short period of time, very small um, sample size of, of what yeah. I was seeing. So I, I knew like one thing. I was like a, I was like a baby tech that had worked in one clinic and thought that this is how everything happens. Um, so it, it's fun. To, it's fun and, and inspiring to hear how things are different in other uh, yeah. curriculums and other programs and that they are focusing on things that are not uh, just the, the, the straight book learning. Yeah. It's more, yeah. more about how, how to be, how to be successful. Uh, yes, you need catheter skills, you need anesthesia monitoring skills, but you also need emotional uh, intelligence. You also need that, um, I don't want to say emotional toughness, but that that's kind of it too, where you have to be able to get over those hurdles of what do you do mm-hmm. when you're, when you're breaking down? How do you get over burnout? How do you yeah. get over compassion fatigue? Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's encouraging to hear that that stuff is being talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also I, I don't want to give too much of a spoiler alert, but we also just got an email from a future guest that is probably going to be a pretty big name for us. That's in the uh-huh. educational, yeah. uh, educational realm i guess well, so yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna have a lot of educational yeah, yeah. Uh, episodes this year yeah at least yeah, they've been part part of the year <laughs> yeah for sure and they've been suggested to us i think by three or four guests now yeah. and um so yeah that'll be coming that probably won't be yet for a couple of months but we yeah. also have um a program administrator of an apprenticeship yeah. program in colorado so yeah. like education much like mental health, it's one of like the foundational things we want to continue to talk about. Um, and that's, that's not just like curriculum or not just talking to teachers, but like people that are out there doing these things, setting these benchmarks or, you know, actually attending the programs or whatever it might be. Yeah. So, um, well, I also, I also, we asked Sydney, what was something that would keep her in the field? And you know, it, it's something that, uh, that kind of stuck with me and in, in that she said, I, I need the support from the doctors. Like I need to be mm-hmm. not coddled and not like falsely lifted up, but she needs that encouragement for the doctors because yeah. for a lot of young baby techs that are just going through tech school or just out of vet tech school, doctors are the most scariest people in the entire hospital Yeah, yeah. because without their approval and trust, they're, they, they're imposter syndrome is validated yeah. um and and getting that buy-in from the doctors to say you're part of the team you you are going to get this um mm-hmm. whether you're great now or you're going to be great uh, i feel like that is such an important thing for young baby techs is to get that yeah. validation from somebody on the floor that is terrifying to them yeah. i remember yeah. back when i was a first first young on the job trained tech i was terrified of the doctor that had been there that graduated vet school the year I was born, you know, he was in his late fifties, early sixties. And he was a legend in the area. Like, like everybody knew who who this doctor was. And I, I wanted his approval. I wanted him to, uh, trust me and respect me as, as, 
as inexperienced as I was um, and, and getting that trust from him. And I, I think it's probably because, you know, I, I was a guy and we kind of had that like sure. sports mentality and, uh, you know, guys, guys to guys is a, a much different relationship than, than, than women to guys. Um, so we probably had that going for us. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to this day, he, he still calls me every now and then. he's like, Hey, how's it going? How, how are you doing down there? Yeah. And, and getting that relationship and getting that trust from, from doctors that are quite literally the scariest people in the building, I think is super yeah. important. Yeah. And, and I also want to say that's a two way street because there oh, are yeah. plenty of new baby veterinarians that mm-hmm. go into practices with veterinary technicians that have been there. Oh, yeah. Some of them not even credential, but have been there are the ultimate gatekeepers of everything yep. that goes on in that clinic. They know how to do everything that goes on in that clinic. And it's just as scary for a veterinarian yeah. who's just graduated or is new to the area and just relocated to go into those clinics with a staff that's like a well-oiled machine that isn't accepted into that has to prove themselves. Yeah. The the cult the culture and and you know all of that. So it's for sure like scary for us as as new people coming into the field. But that's a two way street, and it's also very scary on the veterinarian side because obviously so much responsibility falls on their shoulders yeah um and and that can be problematic as well that when they're not accepted into a staff yeah. that's been together for a long time you know yeah. um and so some of that some of that's got to change yep yep so uh, the other thing i wanted to make mention of as well um phoenix area caffeinators uh we are going to be descending on the valley of the sun uh, on <laughs> sunday march 10th um, and we leave to go our respective ways on Wednesday, March 13th. 13th, yeah. Um, and we're going to take in, I think we've got four spring training games planned, which is amazing. Um, and we're going to be doing some work in there. But also, I think we're going to try to set up uh, an evening or, or what have you where if any of you, like, we'll just say, hey, we're we'll going to be at this, at this brewery. Come find us, yeah. Uh, come find us. Come hang out. We'll have some stuff on hand. Um, and we'd love to to meet a few of you guys um, uh, and come on out. And I know we've already been chatting a little bit with Stephanie Perry about that. And, and I know there's a couple of the AZBTA board members that might try to join in, too. So, yeah. um, you know, definitely, again, if it works in your schedule, we'd love to see you. Um, yeah. Come on out and, and buy us a beer. Yeah, I buy mean, us a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's about all I had. That's all I got too, buddy. All right, cool. Well, um, caffeinators, we will see you again in a month's time or so from the Vet Tech Tap Room. Um, until then, make sure to to like, subscribe, follow us, however you do your social media stuff uh, at the Vet Tech Cafe. Um, we, we're all there. And then, of course, our uh, YouTube series here with the Vet Tech Tap Room. Um, we really appreciate you guys' support. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Bye, everybody.